If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here. We have a very special guest. And before we do that, Amy, what you got for me today? I have got some good inside scoop for you today, because here's the deal. Uh Whenever I'm working with someone in their business, Mm -hmm. I always inevitably get to this point where I'm like, Hmm, this issue we got going on right here. This is not one that we are going to solve with our brains. And this is not one that Mm -hmm. we're going to solve with what we know. And it's not one that we're going to troubleshoot. It's one that we've got to dig deep. We've got to go into that place of, connecting to the divine, connecting on a soul level and getting new ideas, new inspiration and a new direction. And it's like the favorite point that I have in coaching someone, because that's the moment where the business really shifts and slides into place Mm -hmm. to where it's ultimately supposed to be. And it's funny because, you know, I, I'm a person of faith and I don't require, clients to be of my faith. And we don't talk about God every single session and we're not necessarily Mm -hmm. praying together, although I pray for them and we're Mm -hmm. not, you know, like it's not a a religious work session, but I'm telling you, I do not know how to be successful in business on my own. Yeah. And there is a greater higher power and a greater higher resource that we can tap into. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited today because that's kind of the, it's kind of the sweet spot for our guest. Yes. Uh, You know, you're singing to the choir, so I'm excited to get this conversation going. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to introduce Jennifer. So Jennifer Arezio is the founder of Soul Language, a paradigm that puts tangibility to soul. So a conscious connection can be established to enable crystal clear decisions for success. Jennifer's also a master intuitive and the author of two best-selling books. And currently she's trained over 30 practitioners worldwide in soul language. Currently there are over 5,000 individuals all over the world connecting to their soul languages. So Jennifer, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you here with us. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. I'm going to have so much fun. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yes. Well, we would love to hear first. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get started and and how did you end up in this space of connecting people to their soul language? Yeah. You know, when I was, you know, in school trying to determine what I wanted to do, you know, I knew that I was this highly creative individual, right? Mm -hmm. So I went to art school and senior year of art school, I was like, yeah, this is not going to like, <laughs> felt really uncomfortable being safe, being vulnerable. And as an artist, you have to be hugely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so what can I do? And uh, I went into public relations. 
And I was lucky enough and, and good enough in my career that I could tell people what I would do and what I wouldn't do. And it, it just it cracks me up because the audacity is hysterical. Um, and I really knew that there was something bigger inside of me. And I was really angry. I was making war with everything in my life. Mm. And I kept asking these questions. And uh, I started working with a, an amazing woman who is my best friend. And uh, she, we had this client who they were relationship coaches and they hated me. And I'm not like <laughs> sugarcoating it. He would get on the phone and go, you make me feel like a child. And I'd be like, I don't know anything about anything, but I know I can't make you feel anyway. <laughs> and Aaron forced me and lovingly forced me to go out to dinner with them. And I was like, fine. And I met this woman called Beth Davis who went, do this thing called hand analysis. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I know I need to have it. And that was the moment where all of my small questions started to be asked, starting to be answered and all the big questions started to be asked. And she's like, okay, so you're a powerful healer and teacher in the spotlight. You know, I was like, yeah, that totally resonates. What do you do with that <laughs> funny little title? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I started asking really big questions and I was speaking at a conference she gave the following year about essential oils and life purpose. And I got off the stage and there were people lined up to talk to me and they're like, can you tell me about blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, totally. I don't mm -hmm. know how I can, but I can. Mm -hmm. And that was also the moment I heard what soul language was. Uh, which is a paradigm that puts tangibility to souls so people can create a conscious connection so the mind has a structure to actually talk to the soul and listen. Mm. And, you know, I would like to say that it was a straight line and there wasn't any bumps, but when you're downloading- But you'd be lying. I don't right? know. Because it never works that way. <laughs> and when you're downloading a paradigm, it, it's actually, a, I was thinking about this this morning, it's actually a really kind of unique experience. Uh, when anyone's downloading something that has a lot of legs or what I call a movement, uh, the forget the voices in your head. I mean, that's a lot to deal with, but the external voices are worse. And I think the, one of the things about having warrior energy was like, all right, I'm just going to keep talking to people until I find my person, mm -hmm. you know, my ideal community member. And so, yeah. And so now I laugh because I, I'm highly creative. I use all of my creativity in my work and I tell people the truth. So I like to go back to that couple and go, see, yeah, people respond and I get paid to tell people the truth. Um, <laughs> and the reason why they disliked me because they were out of integrity. They were really out of integrity. And one of my soul languages is called teacher of integrity. So mm -hmm. I was showing up a mirror unconsciously to them right. and it kind of, they were doing what people do. They either run or they attack when they're afraid. So mm, that's a great oh, point. Thank you. It's a very long story, <laughs> but it, it's a great segue to then how, when you work with, with folks, give me like an Eagle's eye view of like, here's, here are the three or four things that we need to handle foundationally so that we can get to the transformation that, that, that you give people. Yeah. You know, I, 
it's so funny because uh, everyone just has one overarching limiting belief and that is that they don't feel safe, right? Mm-hmm. They feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're struggling, it comes back to that. It might be a lot of flavors, but the base of the ice cream is still the same. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things that I'm really good at is helping people one establish a connection. So no matter what's going on in their life, there is this deep sense of home inside this deep sense of safety. And then they can make decisions from there. I think when you have that foundational piece, and we always have to upgrade it, I think you can move mountains because then you realize, oh, wait, this situation isn't because I suck. I hope I can say that online. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because- Worst words have been said on this okay, show than good. Yeah. 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 Um, This is just a situation where, okay, there's a bump in the road. How can I be in the consciousness of the solution? I think that's a core foundational piece. So we work on that. And what I'm also really good at is helping people put consciousness into their business. Your business does not have free will. It ha- It's pure energy. And when you put goodness into it, it responds, you know, tenfold. And I think so often people get into, like they do anything, get into the entrepreneurial game to heal some stuff, not only bring something to the world, but to remember that they're whole and complete. And so when they're putting struggle into their business, they get that back. Um, my that's goal, so true. Right. My goal is not to live in struggle. So that's also the goal that I have for each of my clients. Yeah. I want to ask a little bit about this principle of establishing a connection so that you can feel safe. Um, I, I really believe that all of us at the core, we do have that need to feel like we're going to be okay, no matter what comes. And when we don't feel it, we make really bad decisions. Mm -hmm. So what is, walk me through that process. What does that look like? You want to try a really quick hack for it? Oh, I love really quick hacks. They're my favorite versus (laughs) long, painful processes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So your body and my body, everyone's body doesn't have free will, right? If everything is in working order, meaning everything works, and you ask your body to raise its hand, it's not going to make a free will choice to go, get back to me tomorrow. I don't really feel like doing it. I could, but I don't feel like doing it. It doesn't have that capability. Mm -hmm. So when we utilize our body to put us in a level of consciousness, even if we've never felt that before, it will do that if we get on that bus. Mm -hmm. So I call the body divine intelligence. So I'm going to say a statement. Your job, everyone, is to get on the bus. Are you Mm -hmm. ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, here goes. Divine intelligence, fill me with the feeling and knowing that I am safe, supported, and provided for. Okay, say it one more time. Sure. Divine intelligence, fill me with the feeling and knowing that I'm safe, supported, and provided for. That feels yummy. I know, right? (laughs) And so if you keep doing that, what's going to happen is you're going to pause the DNA of your fear in your body, Mm. right? And so then you set, then you set a new, you create a new set point Mm -hmm. and then something's going to come up again and you're going to have to do it all over again, right? But the same triggers of non-safety will not be the same. Oh, I love that. I love it. Okay. I want to, I'm writing it down. Literally. I want to make sure I got it. 
So divine intelligence, fill me with the feeling and knowing that I'm safe, supported, and what was the end? Provided for. Provided Provided for. for. Ooh, don't threaten me with a good time. I'm going to memorize that one. I know me too. You know, what is so interesting is whenever I, I I have tantrums in business, right? Like we all have tantrums (laughs) in business at the root of all my tantrums is a feeling of no one's providing for me Mm -hmm. and I'm having to provide for everyone. Like I know that is one of my triggers came up literally every time I was right about to birth a baby, that would be a huge thing for me. Mm. (laughs) So I would say, Amy, that you're probably a master of service like me. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is you're over-servicing the world and you haven't fully included yourself in the service equation. Okay. And so you have to then start to look at what you're doing that is not joyful service mm-hmm. and start to shift that. Now, like me, I don't have a tantrum. I break up with my business. Mm-hmm. Like I'm breaking up with you for the weekend. I'm mm-hmm. pissed off at you. Right. So when that starts to happen, I know that I'm over servicing and mm. I'm extremely generous, especially when I arrange, you know, connections for people. So I always get the, uh, uh, what about me? Uh, what about my stuff? Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's the time where I either take time off or I reconnect in a deeper way, or I do something fun or nurturing, mm-hmm. or, and this is a radical concept. Ready, Amy? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. I ask the universe and then humans what I want and what I need. Because mm-hmm. most people don't. Like, especially yeah. highly intuitive people, we just think that people just know what we need. And, Ugh. right, we really don't. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, I'm sort of a mind reader and I'll, and I'll frequently go to friends. I don't, I'm not that much of a mind reader. I don't know <laughs> unless you tell me. Right. And so I, I, and if you're not asking humans, then you're definitely not asking the divine. Oh, yeah. that's a word right there. Tweetable. Right. <laughs> because that's how the divine fills our needs. Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to bring you a, a tree to carry you something. I mean, it could, but that's just so freaking weird. I mean, you'd be like, <laughs> right. You know, well, and you know, what is so astounding to me is how often we as humans ask the divine for what we need. And then when humans show up to offer help and support, we're like, no, thanks. I got this. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm sure God is like, you what sure about that? Cause yeah. that's not what you said on your knees this morning. <laughs> yeah, there's a joke that there's this guy, uh, there's a flood and this guy goes, okay, God's going to provide. And mm-hmm. they, then his neighbor's like, we're evacuating. You want to come in our car? No, no, no. God's going to provide. And then the God sends a boat and a helicopter and blah, blah, blah. And so then he goes up to St. Peter's and he's like, what the heck? I thought you're going to provide. And he's like, who do you think sent the car, the boat mm-hmm. and the helicopter? Right. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. I call it stiff arming the universe. I think so often people stiff arm the universe a lot. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, you're actually constricting your receiving. And then eventually you become this really strong person who is crumpling inside because Mm -hmm. you're not willing to open up and receive. Yeah. And it impacts everything, right? Like, it impacts your business and your relationships and all of that. Yeah. Right. So ask for help. And here's the catcher also ask for help from people who are able to provide. Yes. 
This is moving us into, I think, what needs to be our challenge. We always like to do a listener challenge. And so this listener challenge is going to be two parts. So number one, I want you every single day to start off your day with this statement, divine intelligence, fill me with the feeling and knowing that I am safe, supported, and provided for. And then you get to ask for help from someone who is capable of providing every day. That's a game changer right there. Yeah. And so don't ask for family members if you have conflict, right? Really tune in and go, okay, so who do I call for support today? Right. That was and her version of amen. Yeah. <laughs> so She's I was thinking it. today, what would her voice sound like if she started to talk? <laughs> um, right. And so you really want to start asking those people that really will provide. So, you know, coaches are great for that because you're paying them to show up. And if they don't show up, then you fire them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so start off in places where you feel that a, a deeper sense of safety. Um, I had a friend who I went through was through, going through a crisis and she's like, and I called my mother and I went, I told you not to like call mm-hmm. my mother. Like, she's like, I know. I was like, how did it go? She goes, didn't go, go at all. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, I think so often when we, we think that if we get what we need out of that energetic person of that same energy, then we'll feel like the whole inside of us is filled. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. You have to fill your own kind of emptiness. And mm-hmm. in order to reflect the truth that you are worthy to receive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's Good. powerful. And, and so many times th- this actually is a great seed planted for a future episode on the power of vulnerability, because so many times the reason we don't ask for help isn't because we don't think we're not going to get it. We know we will. We have friends that are supportive. We have, like you said, hired help <laughs> professionals that we can tap into, but there's an inner kind of like block of like, I don't want to seem clingy or needy, or like, I don't have it together or, you know, put anyone out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I have a great story about that. When I broke my foot, like I broke my foot, I'm in a cast. It's winter. I have no shoe on the other foot. I'm outside walking the dog. And my landlord goes, Jen, what are you doing? I, I told you I would walk the dog. And I was like, I just, I couldn't, I, I don't know. I just couldn't ask for help. And he's Mm -hmm. like, and, I, and that was the moment where I was like, I'm just going to ask for help no matter what, because yeah. Yeah. I'm my foot's broken and I have no shoe. This is cr- like it was just a, like, oh, my God, this is truly crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the good news is that when we practice asking for help and asking for support, when things are going well, we don't have to wait until something is broken in order to humble ourselves. Love so it. that's a that's a great segue also into our lightning rounds. We have a series of questions. We just want you to answer them like the first thing that comes top of mind. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Question number one. What is the best business advice that you have gotten? You have to figure out what, oh, that I've gotten. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To uh, let go and make money your, and I'm going to curse now, bitch. Best advice I ever got. Nice. Okay. Question number two, what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? I had to let go of pride and I had to feel safe being vulnerable and know that I was enough. Amen. Okay. Question three, who is your business girl crush? A woman in business that you really admire? I, I'm one of those people that, oh no, actually I do. Kat Stanek. 
Okay. Freaking brilliant. Cat is brilliant. Mm-hmm. She has a marketing mind like no nothing I've ever seen before. And she is hugely generous and mm-hmm. can build relationships in three minutes or less. We mm-hmm. love Kat. She's been yeah. on the show. Yeah. yeah. She is awesome. Cool, cool. Okay. What is, Jennifer, the number one door that you want to open for you in your business right now? I love more practitioners. So, uh, you know, we're up to 30. Uh, you know, when someone becomes a practitioner in regards to soul language, it, it creates a whole new expansion in their business. Mm-hmm. So I really want more practitioners. Awesome. Good, good. Fantastic. And so when you achieve all of your business goals, when all of those external metrics are handled, what's your next level of contribution? I don't know if I ever will achieve all of those goals. I mean, I think, right, my ongoing contribution is I tend to be really tangible and I tend to be really practical when it comes to being connected. And I think soul language goes way beyond business Mm-hmm. that it's a hundred year movement. So I think I know that people will be understanding what their soul languages are way after I'm no longer here. So I think that's what I'm leaving behind. Awesome. Love it. Thank you. Okay. This is the fun part where Monica and I like to share what we have learned, what our takeaways are from uh, your contribution today, because half of what we do this show is just, we want to meet really cool people. So, (laughs) (laughs) so Monica, what's your takeaway? I mean, I like how you said it, Jennifer, make money your bitch. I was like, oh, I'm good. Listen, that's my quotable today. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take credit for that. That's Aaron Saxton, uh, my best friend. And, um, you know, she is one of those people that goes, huh, I think I'm going to make $50,000 today. And then she makes it, Mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. So, uh, you know, no attachment to money. That's lovely. Love it. Okay. So my takeaway is I really am going to start using your, um, affirmation every day. Affirmations are always really powerful for me. And I I'm so, because I'm a writer, I love words. I love crafting them, bringing them together and making life out of them. And Mm -hmm. so that's my takeaway. I'm going to use that every day. And every day I'm going to ask myself, who can I ask to fill this need? that's capable of filling it. And I think that's going to be a game changer. Super excited about that. Yeah. I love that. That is an activation, not an affirmation. Mm -hmm. So because we're using your body, it will actually start to change your cellular memory instantly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have free will. So it's just getting on the bus. I love it. Well, my body is going to get on that bus. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) That's lovely. Okay. Jennifer, how can our listeners get in contact with you? They can log on to soullanguage.us and there is an option there for a discovery session where I will ID one of, uh, identify one of a person's uh, three soul languages. So that's the best way to get to know me, to get to know yourself Mm. and to see if this work is something that resonates with you, mind, body, and spirit. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing your brilliance. We encourage all of our listeners to go get in touch Um, and tell us how you did on the, on the listener challenge as well. We want to hear from you. So leave us a comment on social media, um, leave us a review. We love hearing from you guys on all the podcast platforms and we look forward to being in touch soon. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody. Talk soon. Thank you.